Natalie, welcome to the Queen's Takeover. Thank you for joining us as we take over the podcast world. It's your girl Kat, aka the Texas Sport Queen. We also have the Carolina Boss Lady Kayla. Hello. And our resident adjuster, Jolie. Sup? Saturday night, and we are back at it again. But before we get into the wonderful world of wrestling, uh, Jolie, I know you had a couple of things you wanted to get off your chest real quick. It's not off my chest. It's just um, thoughts and prayers from the queens to the family, friends, and fans of Naira Vera, whose body was found Monday, July 13th, 2020. Um, I think it hits close home for wrestlers because of what Shad Gaspar and how he passed away. And they're saying that she swam her son to the boat and didn't come back. And also um, yesterday, the passing of representative John Lewis, who is famously known for his picture of him getting beaten by police and marching in Selma with Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Um, He is a civil rights activist and, Everybody knows that the Queens of the Queens Takeover stands for the Black Lives Matter movement. And mm-hmm. even though he has passed, his torch and legacy lives on through all of us, no matter what color of our skin, no matter what we believe in as a religion, and no matter what our sexuality is. We all have to stand up for civil rights for everybody, equality for all. And so thoughts and prayers for everybody out there that has been affected by any tragedies whether they're close to home or just as a fan. Amen. Oh, amen to that. Thoughts and prayers, definitely for sure. Okay, so three months ago, several wrestlers were let go from WWE. Their 90-day uh, no-compete uh, clause uh, is finally up, and we had a bunch pop up tonight on Slammiversary with... Earlier today, Luke Gallus and Carl Anderson announced that they've re- uh, signed with Impact. And on the Slamversary show, we also saw uh, Mr. Heath Slater. We saw Eric Young in the main event. And then uh, right at the very, 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 very end, EC3 made his way home back to back to Impact. So it's like Impact right now is definitely like raking them, raking up some of the old WWE superstars. And then also, technically, they're just reclaiming what they took, the WWE took from them. So that's true. That's true because some of them were with Impact before. And, and this is why it also, sorry to cut you off again, why okay. Gallows, Gallows, and Anderson signed with uh, Impact is because they can now ex- uh, exclusively not just work with Impact Wrestling, but also they can go back to being too sweet in New Japan. Mm. So it's going to be interesting, especially with the Bullet Club acting up the way it is from what I've been reading. I am really going to have to look into this New Japan um, version of the the Bullet Club um, more because it's a lot of different guys now. And we all know Adam Cole, uh, Gallows, Anderson, Finn Balor, uh, the Bucks, uh, Cody Rhodes and all them with Mm -hmm. the the, uh, Bullet Club. But I mean, so it's, it's going to be interesting and I'm actually happy for them that they're in a good place now, um, you know, and can we just, for the love of fucking Christ, please stop bashing the WWE for publicly letting people go. They're the only wrestling company that's letting people go. All right, number one, New Japan stated that they were going to do everything in their power to keep everybody that they could. A lot of these other companies um, kind of folded up that we just didn't hear about because it they just vanished. So you got all that going on. Uh, we don't know what's going on with TNA because TNA, you don't really hear anything coming out of that. And, mm-hmm. you know, everybody's so far up Tony Khan's ass about demos and that god-awful demo god shirt. <laughs> Screw you, Jericho. But you know what's funny? I follow the kid that got under Jericho's skin because he brought the kid up in uh, in his promo on Wednesday night show. Okay. So I find that fucking hilarious. This kid's like, <laughs> did Jericho just really you know, reference me. I'm like, dude, you're fucking famous. But <laughs> I will say this to Jericho, even though I know Le Champion does not listen to anybody. You're acting like a fucking Karen, dude. The demos, the, the, you think that they mean anything? They're just about advertisements, you dumb fuck. You're not taking in consideration people's stream. You're not taking in consideration YouTube or the network. None of that. Because you don't fucking care. 
You you say you want a, a Wednesday night war? Dude, it's not a war. You literally got beat by women two nights in a row. <laughs> and everybody's like, oh, the, the, they're, they're tanky because Sammy Guevara isn't there. Sammy Guevara is a wannabe rapist who should never have a fucking job again. There's no amount of sensitivity training. There, there's no amount of sensitivity training for what he said. And I still don't understand how Darby Allen still has a job because he had shit levied against him. It's like once the speak out movement, like two or three people got let go and then it just disappeared. And apparently Joey Ryan has now made a comeback on the Twitter. Justin Roberts. Oh yeah. Him too. It's like the only person that honestly has a say in what happened to him is Matt Riddle. And I'm so sick and tired of people attacking Matt Riddle for having an affair and being a stupid guy. If him and his wife were through the affair, they were through the affair. But what happened to the speak out movement? What, where'd it go? I mean, I ever seen it just disappeared. Yeah. It's like, I haven't really heard much about that in the last few weeks. (sighs) All right. All right. I got that off my chest. I'm sorry. Your turn. (laughs) Back to my dumplings. Okay. <laughs> All right. And one more thing before we uh before we uh move on and everything in regards to like the release wrestlers. Congratulations, Diana Perrazzo. She picked she won the knockout women's knockouts championship tonight on Slammiversary. So it's like sounds like she was I mean, she was like horribly underutilized before. She goes to impact and makes an impact, no pun intended, right away. So, congratulations to her. All right. So, I figured let's go ahead. We're kind of like in, in like an in-between state this week because it's like we did predictions last week for Extreme Rules. That's tomorrow. Next week, we're going to have a recap for that. So, I wanted to go ahead and introduce like kind of a new segment tonight, Royal Recaps. And so, Kayla, I'm gonna, let me throw this to you. So what was your favorite moment from this past week in wrestling? I actually had two. Um, first of all, obviously seeing Shayna Baszler back. Um, hopefully her promo, I loved her promo that she put in the ring, basically saying no champions are um, not worthy or whatever. Um, and then also I think I'm going to have to go with Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro getting that title match. And I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say they may not be my favorite tag team right now, (laughs) but I do love the new day. Don't get me wrong, but I really do hope Shinsuke and maybe Cesaro can get that titles tomorrow. Because I think if anybody really deserves to have those titles right now, it's probably those two. Man. So So they can finally get the respect they deserved. Mm -hmm. I think that. Yeah, definitely. That's they need that respect. Maybe I might like them. Them, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like on Friday when his uh, his information popped up and everything, six time champ. And then I was like thinking, yeah, because it's like six times. It's like because I think he had like one with the Tyson kid, and then the rest were with the uh, Sheamus. Mm-hmm. We don't. don't, think, set, don't we don't set the bar. We are the bar. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's like shit it's like how many times have, has he had to face the new day in his career already it's like damn he's probably thinking his head not again <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <sighs> alright Jolly what was your what was your moments of the week honestly it would be the end of NXT with Io Shirai getting her head kicked off by the captain of Team Kick, Dakota Kai. That was so <laughs> unexpected, and it was just beautifully timed, beautifully planned. And honestly, I'm glad that they're going to give her a shot, looks like, at the title. So that's definitely my NXT moment. Um, the second moment actually came from NXT as well, with the lovely seductress Scarlet coming down to the ring. After that amazing Dijakovic and Keith Lee match, which they put on bangers, and it's like people are like, oh, not again. But like those matches, 
those are those pe- those are the two types of two like that's the Becky and Charlotte they can always fight Becky Sasha like they're just, just when you think of people that can fight forever Sasha versus Charlotte Becky mm-hmm. versus Asuka Keith Lee versus Dominic Dijakovic like right. seriously those fight mm-hmm. forever baby <laughs> fight forever and when Scarlett comes out and just dumps the 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 broken clock down and it's like ooh uh, so that was actually very nice. Monday night, I'm trying to think what, if anything stood out. The Shayna Baszler, but honestly, Ruby Riot getting a partner in Bianca mm-hmm. Belair. Hell I yeah. I wasn't doing nothing. I'm here today. Like, ooh, <laughs> yes, yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I didn't watch uh, SmackDown again. Um, I was getting my car fixed so i think nikki attacking bailey backstage was kind of humorous so that's that kind of sticks out i was actually kind of disappointed because they're saying oh alexa with a special guest uh and like everybody's like speculating "Ooh, is it aj lee's it's Stephanie mcmahon evolution 2 evolution 2 evolution 2 <sighs> all fucking segment on evolution 2 for fuck's sake <laughs> um but actually no you know what no the standout from SmackDown was not something that happened on the show, but something that happened on Twitter. And that is the give Naomi a shot hashtags. Right. Yeah. That was just, uh, that was actually nice to see. That was beautiful. I was actually happy that she was getting recognition and it wasn't just from people in the WWE. I think, um, Kieran Hogan from TNA or since, uh, said something you had uh Aaron and uh, um her ex Funkadactyl partner I wanted to say Aaron Andrews but I don't know if that's her name Aaron Aaron um so it's like it was it was actually that was actually kind of cool to see you know uh and one of the funniest exchanges out of that was somebody called out Charlotte and <laughs> she Got the W and ripped them to shreds. I can't remember what she said. She, but she says, "Yeah, let me just pull a match out of my ass, there, buddy." I, I was, re- I was cracking the fuck up. I was like, "And there's my queen." I saw that one because it's like she agreed with him at first, giving Naomi, uh, like giving Naomi respect and everything. And then the guy was like going, "So next time they want to give you a title, tell them to give it to her." And he, she was like, "Oh, oh yeah." And then I'll, I'll predict, I'll, I'll make like the universal champion and the uh, tag team champions at the same time. And then she just handed it, handed him his business. <laughs> that that was a beautiful, beautiful L on his behalf. I even mean, even Big Swole uh, said her respects. Yeah. So it Naomi Naomi does have the ability. I think mm-hmm. as a face, she doesn't have the mic skills. Now, when she was a heel, a part of Team Bad, yeah. she had better mic skills. There's there's something when you're an evil character that you've got better mic skills. Now, I feel that it's time to bring back the faster version of her theme song. And Tamina's not doing anything. No? I mean, we, we, could we have a, a two-part Team Bad reunion? <laughs> to go against Sasha and Bailey for the tag titles? Maybe. Maybe. Oh, speaking of that, it's like um Bailey retweeted like WWE's uh tweet about uh Ruby and Bianca and uh Bailey was like saying we want Ruby and Bianca and Bianca was like going, I always got time. And you know so, what? and I will say this the tag titles for the women, have gotten ten times more exciting now that they're back with uh, Sasha and Bailey. They were stagnant with the Iconics, like, to the point that they needed to be resuscitated. And they got resuscitated with um, Bliss and Nikki, but then that went stagnant. And then Kyrie and Asuka got it. That kind of went stagnant. But here you have them. We, we've seen the tag titles, what, Shotzi and Tegan. The Kabuki Warriors, which was an amazing match. Bliss and Cross, the Iconics. Like, they have literally had more matches for those tag titles since they got them back. It almost, like, everybody, it's just, I'm so happy that they have those titles back. They're finally treating them correctly. 
Because it's like, you, you know Sasha's probably sitting at Vince's door. Don't make me sick Ryu on you. <laughs> and from from what we've seen, at, whenever uh, Ryu was on NXT, he, uh, he has gotten bigger. Well, well that's because corgis are fucking adorable. Their little butts are so cute. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, so... Y'all pretty much covered, like, some of my favorites and everything. I'm going to throw some interesting moments from this week. And both of them actually came from AEW. So the show started out this week with Cody doing his weekly open challenge defense of the TNT title. This week was against Sonny Kiss. First of all, Cody, that title's gotten into your head a little bit because this, I, he horribly underestimated Sonny Kiss. Because he was out there, like, showing off and just, like, not being Cody. It's like even Arne Anderson was, like, telling him to get his head out of his ass. And Sonny really brought the fight. So if they actually, like, throw the right opportunities this way, he actually will have a good singles run. Okay? And then the second one, the main event, the one, the world title shot we've been waiting for for, like, the last few weeks, Brian Cage versus John Moxley for the AEW championship. Taz has been running his mouth for weeks about how Brian Cage is going to run over him, about how he's going to be dominant and everything like that. And I understand that he was trying to save his client from taking a pin or um, tapping out and everything like that. But Moxley was like twisting his arm so much that Taz ended up throwing up, throwing the, the towel to stop the match. And I'm like going, dude, your credibility, your credibility is so shot now because of that. It's like dumbass. And it's like, yeah, you saved him from taking the pin or tapping out, but it's like he still lost the match. Your word means nothing now. And good luck trying to calm Brian Cage down from ripping your head off. Kayla, did you catch any of uh, AEW on Wednesday? Um, I got bits and bits of it. Um, but I did see, uh, the whole trying to throw the towel in and, and then he got mad and they, I guess they called the match cause he was beating the crap out of Mox and then Darby Allen returned. Um, but as far as Cody and Sonny Kiss goes, um, my friend that I work with, that's a big, I remember when, um, Sonny Kiss was in Lucha Underground called Exolicious. <laughs> he used to he used to make fun of him all the time how much he says, I can't stand the guy, I can't stand the guy. Or whatever. Anyway, um I did see that match online. I haven't actually watched AEW fully. Um mm. but I do say I respect Cody for giving him that opportunity. Um, and also, I do have to say, Sonny Kiss is one hell of a wrestler. Some mm-hmm. of the moves that goes on, and, you know, he, there is just the ability, the athleticism that he has. And so, I'm not saying I like him yet, <laughs> but um, I did, I really did envy. I mean, even though it came up short, he Kiss came up short, mm-hmm. Um he did put on a hell of a match. Cody had to work for that. Mm-hmm. So, but um, not necessarily now, but um, hopefully maybe down the line, um, he might get the chance at the TN- TNT championship. Right. So, uh, but it's just like some interesting factors. It's like Taz thrown in the towel. He's got a pissed off client. I, I wonder how long Cage is going to keep him around now. <laughs> oh, and uh, I know you said you haven't watched. Uh, I know you haven't. You said you haven't watched AEW yet, but um, uh, Mr. Omega might be turning a little bit. Yeah, I saw some kind of recap. I kind of saw that. So, um, but as far as him and Paige goes, Omega and Paige, when are they going to lose the titles? They've had them long enough now. That's why I'm He's still crushed at the best. Because that's why I beat the... It tore me up when the best friends didn't get it. Because I think the one has been working the hardest ever since. Yeah. I mean, honestly, at this point, it's like probably 
once FTR gets done with Lucha Brothers and uh, Butcher and Blade and everything, they may take a shot at him. I don't know. Of course. I'm guessing. I don't want whatever the not longer revival. I didn't even like revival when they were in a freaking WWE angle like them now. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens. Ay, ay, ay. All right. I, 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 I do want to weigh in on the Sunny Kiss match. Apparently, there was a lot of backlash um, about the homophobic social media trolls um, because of him getting the, the chance to actually upset a lot of people, apparently, in AEW fan base. Yeah, it was like uh, before Wednesday, yeah. And um, so... I do give props for Cody giving him that chance. Um, he is a decent wrestler. I've seen better, but um, I mean, I think Jake Atlas is better than he is. But I actually would like to see a match between those two personally. Uh, I thought it was cool that he came down with the Jacksonville Jaguar cheerleading squad. And I will say that, you know, my squad's better. My Eagles cheerleaders could whoop their ass. <laughs> <laughs> The fact that they had to once again discuss homophobia and deal with it uh, seriously goes back to the transphobic remarks that Nyla Rose got that nobody said anything about. Like, they literally keep dropping the ball on the LGBTQ community. And I don't understand why. They have the oppor- they've had opportunity after opportunity after opportunity. Yes, Cody put out a shirt. Big fucking deal. Have a podcast. Have a web webcast. You know, make one of those stupid be elite fucking skit shows where you make fun of everything fucking else. Make it fucking serious for once and actually talk about the hatred that your company is getting for pushing a gay person. Because you know what company doesn't get hate for that? The WWE. So use your platform and protect the LGBTQ community. Um, Kenny Omega is so fucking overrated. Uh, he he and I I just don't get the 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 sparkle of. Omega, I mean, his entrances were cool in New Japan, but it's just like, mm, Hangman is just the dollar store version of Stone Cold Steve Austin. (laughs) Uh, The Young Bucks are just not the best tag team in the world that they claim to be. They're the most overrated tag team, which is a lot coming for me because I used to say that the Revival was the most overrated tag team. So, you know, you got the two most overrated tag teams in all of wrestling in one company. Good luck. Um, and then Dustin Rhodes. Dustin Rhodes posted something on Twitter. Oh, and I, yeah. <laughs> and I, I really want to bring this to the Queen's attention. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. We have the best women's division. Is that what he said? Uh, pretty much. Not, I... It's not because I, I don't have my phone up, but it's something about like we've got one of the best women's division. Our women's division is the best. And I literally had to stare at my phone, pull it up on my computer just to make sure I was reading it right. He quoted our women's division rocks. Hashtag just saying. Hashtag AEW. Hashtag you're full of it. Hashtag. Why you always lying? Stop your fucking lying. Oh, oh my God. Why you always lying? But to think it, to top it off, someone says, why don't they get their great storylines? Sheeta has been kind of put on the shelf collecting dust because there's never a plan for her. These women deserve actual great storylines just like men do. Until it happens, I don't think the vision's going any further than uh, progress further. And first of all, people, there's no storylines in AEW. Get your facts straight, people. Mm-hmm. That I know for a fact because I asked Cody 
back when he was starting because um, I wanted to learn to be a writer. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, you guys can, can would you do an internship for somebody who's been a fan of the business? He goes, we're not having writers. We're not going to write storylines. It's just going to happen organically. And I'm watching and I'm like, this is what people say is organic. It looks forced. Like Darby Allen of all fucking people coming out to save Moxley. The kid is five foot nothing and weighs 150 soaking wet with a skateboard <laughs> and face paint. It would be uh, if, if you had, say, uh, I don't know, somebody else? <laughs> I mean, Darby Allen doesn't instill fear in anybody, and Brian Cage looks like he could play Sabretooth out of the X-Men comic book for universe. To back that up, um, at the last pay-per-view, uh, Double or Nothing, uh, Cage injured Allen, which cost him which cost him a month. Yeah, that's why he came back. Yeah. Oh. But she does have a point, though. She, yeah, <laughs> no, she, she does have a point. Yeah. But but getting back to the women's division, right? Okay. Yes. Yeah. So. We have, you've got Nyla Rose, who predictably picks Vicky Guerrero to be her manager. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Excuse me. I, I had to mute that. This is the original Karen right here, ladies and gentlemen. Vicky Guerrero <laughs> is the original Karen. When you want to get your Karen dolls, you must get yourself a Vicky Guerrero action figure and put Karen on the top. When it came to bitching, she did it the best. <laughs> so, let's just, just, Nyla Rose. I can see Tamina whooping her ass. I can see Nia Jax whooping her ass. I can see Miss Shayna Baszler tapping her ass. So there's three women right there that can knock that woman's ass out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Re, um, Stratlander, I can see yeah, some let's... decent matches. She, she's, she's good. Um, those two chicks that had the bandanas on their faces as their masks, knock off Sasha and Bailey's. Um, I, to be honest, I haven't seen them in the ring yet because I think they've mainly wrestled on dark, but I, they're supposed to have a match next week. Let's just let's just take a look. So AEW has had basically three back-to-back pay-per-view episodes, correct? Pretty much. And WWE had two back-to-back, and then their regular episode that had that didn't advertise the the Dominic match, right? Or it didn't advertise a lot of their stuff. The only thing that was advertised was the EO Tegan match. Mm-hmm. Which ended the show in about for about twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. Has there been a twenty minute wrestling match for any of their women, or do they all come commutatively equal twenty minutes? Uh, I think the longest match, and Kayla, you can probably uh, tell, correct me if I'm wrong. I think the longest match that they had was uh, when Sheeta won the title from Nyla Rose because it ended up being like a like hardcore match. Because I know when they do championship matches, they do set the time limit. I want to say that one was 60 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I want to say Sheeta versus Rose for that. It was actually probably the longest. I don't think it went the whole 60 minutes, but I think they came. she came pretty close of breaking 60 minutes. Right. I don't think it was all the way, but it was at least... I'm not mistaken. I think it was because I watched some of it and my mom and we watched it. Mom and I got up and went around and did some things. And I want to say it was at least about a good 45 minute match. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a pretty it was a pretty decent. It was a pretty long match. But other than that, yeah, it's like average 10 to 15 minutes, maybe. If that they they, they, that they're barely featured, if they are featured, they're on after dark. Mm hmm. I mean, you've got the WWE. Okay, yes, yeah, so they didn't have a storyline for Shayna, so she was set aside until they came up with something. You didn't have something for Bianca. Again, set aside. and Or have them on main event, and people were saying, oh, they're done, they're done. No. You you have, again, Sasha and Bailey 
holding the division together now that you've got two of the four horsewomen out with Charlotte being out for surgery, which was confirmed mm-hmm. by her and Becky with the parasite. Um, <laughs> you've got to stop that. You've got to stop that. It feeds off of your body. It's a parasite. <laughs> Planted in there by Seth Rollins, a.k.a. Kobe Lopez. I don't want to think about that. That's just nauseating. <laughs> oh, what a choke. Um, but no, so you, you've got Asuka carrying the fucking torch the way that she's been. You've got the women just killing it over there. I mean, hell, we even got uh, another Shotzi match with, um, was it Indy Hartwell? No, not Indy. Yeah. Yes. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Indy. Indy Hartwell. That was an excellent match, even though you had that weird little fucking troll dude and his bougie queen, you know? <laughs> I mean, even like like the the Mia Yim matches. Like, you want to see that your women's division rocks? Fucking prove it. Put on a women's show. No men. Have the men sit in the back and twiddle their thumbs like the women are doing in your division. Yes, I get it. Britt Baker is hurt. Yes, I get it. That Big Swole is quote unquote suspended for kidnapping. You have all these women that you've apparently signed, but you want to keep highlighting the men, but you want to do something different. Then do something different. You, you, you want people to start, you want women to start caring more about your, your product because you know who I see? It's mainly men licking your dicks. <laughs> like, yes, they do get you know, I do see women, but it's like most of the praise comes from the male fans. Like you want to start, you want to actually pull in somebody that doesn't watch AEW like myself. Do we have to hashtag give divas a chance for you too, motherfuckers? Yes, ladies and gentlemen. And this is coming from the woman who doesn't regularly watch AEW. And it's like, I know, I know that AEW has like some, they're having issues with the women's division because it's like, yes, uh, Statlander's out with ACL injury. Rio and one or two others, they're stuck in Japan because of travel restrictions. Uh, Britt's injured, but of course she's making her presence known. Uh, Big Swole would be a good addition to have in the ring, but Britt got her sus- suspended. And so it's just like, date. And so even Sheeta went on twi- uh, Twitter was like going, I need more competition and everything like that. And Khan said, oh, we're looking for the best to come around. Uh, hello, waiting. Tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. <laughs> Kayla, if you could bring anybody over to AEW to help out the women's division, who would you who would you send over? Uh, I really don't know to be honest with you. Okay. Um, because I wouldn't take anybody from WWE because I kind of like where everybody's at. Um, oh no, that's a kind of tough one. Okay. Because, I mean, I could just start throwing names out, but I like where everybody's at right now. <laughs> Hell, we still don't know where Tessa's going to end up at. Throw her over there. Who knows? I mean. You know they're not going to take her because they already freaking banned Hogan for his racist behavior. But, if okay, so if I was going to bring somebody over from either... AE, to AEW from WWE or um, ROH or Impact. I would honestly say this, and um, I would probably say Wera Loka. Okay. Valkyrie. Yeah, I think she'd be a great. She would actually help that divisional. <sighs> yeah, Dustin, y'all need uh, y'all need to get your women's division together before they can even rock anything. No, no, their women division doesn't rock. It kicks rocks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got one quick question before we get to our, before we get to the uh, other thing we had we had lined out and everything. Okay, so I didn't really bring this up last week, but I'm curious of I'm curious what y'all would think about this. Now that Adam Cole is no, no longer the longest reigning, well, actually, he's, he still is, theoretically, but now that he no longer holds the NXT championship, what do you think the next step is for Mr. Cole? Does, does he stick around in NXT? Does he go in Raw? 
Does he go to SmackDown? Marriage. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right. All right, Jolie, go ahead. So, I've seen this story before. Picture it. NXT TakeOver. Drew gets the title. Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly surround the ring. And out of nowhere comes Adam Cole and knocks his ass out. I want Undisputed Era to replay that tomorrow during Extreme Rules. You want people... Somebody asked, what would you do to get people to watch Raw on Monday? That is what I would do. Mm-hmm. All right. Kayla, do you agree or do you see him going to SmackDown? I could see that. Because I think if anybody... If you want to bring Adam Cole up with his goon squad, um, I think... I mean, I think he could take Braun Strowman down, but um, I think a good feud, maybe just a little, hey, buddy, I'm here now, would be a good target, would be Drew McIntyre. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Jolie on that. I kind of like that. Yeah, it would, it would be cool to see that and everything kind of play out, but honestly, as far as, like, star power and where he maybe needed, yeah, I know SmackDown just got Matt Riddle and everything, but I think they could also use Adam Cole because... I I heard about it, but I haven't fully watched it yet on TV because I still have it on my DVR. But um, SmackDown ended with Corbin. I'm so sick of Corbin because he took out Riddle. I'm so sick of it. That's how you get in a main event spot and everything. It's like I still think that SmackDown needs like a little bit more star power for now. Out, at least until Roman, who by the way looks buff as hell mm-hmm. in his pictures. Boy looks Jack Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> no more vest no more vest for him when he comes back. If he's gonna bust it open or they're gonna have to get him like an extra large an extra extra large one. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's like I think like SmackDown's still missing like a little bit of extra star power. But that's just me. No, no, I, I agree. And for again, they can come up onto Raw to start with, and let's say it plays out to SummerSlam, and you know, Drew finally gets to slay the dame, uh, the demon that is Adam Cole. And right after SummerSlam, we have a roster shakeup. Send him over then. Okay, that works too. And can we just quickly remember Extreme Rules 2019, where Becky probably took one of the greatest end of days ever? <laughs> like, you talk about atomic heat for Corbin was when he did that to her. And you had people in the 200 level saying, I'm going to fucking kill him. And the like, look on Seth's face. And, you know, Lacey just walking out like, I'm, 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 fuck this shit, I'm out. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Oh, no, now. Like, oh, she, she's like, I'm done, I'm done. I'm, I'm just going to walk away, walk away. And I am thankful that they're making Lacey a heel again. Thank you. Jesus fucking <laughs> Christ. She's one of those people that needs to be a heel. Uh, I don't like it at Naomi's expense, mm-hmm. but we'll see where it goes. Right. Oh, and did you see, speaking of Lacey, did you see her tweet, like, going another 10 minutes and I would have been the one with taking time off? Like, you had a chance. <laughs> nah, I, I missed that. There's been so much on Twitter lately. It's just been going bonkers yeah. with, like, Carl Anderson and Gallows and the, the Canellises and yeah. Slater's trending, which has never happened in his entire life. <laughs> um, you know, so it's it's just it's just been a very very weird Twitter day. Plus, you know, Twitter got hacked. Yeah, on Wednesday of all days. That was fucking. I mean, I was on Twitter. I had no issue. I think they actually only hacked and cut out anybody that had a blue check mark. Right? Yeah. Because I don't see any blue check marks anymore. 
Uh, so it's just it's just been a very very interesting week on Twitter and social media. Regardless, I mean, it's just been. Whew, uh, the jester needs a fucking drink with everything that's been going on on social media. <laughs> oh, that is for damn sure. I mean, do we even have to talk about Leo Rush? Oh no, I'm I'm changing the subject right now. Nope, nope, nope. I'm not. Nope, no, no, I'm not going there. Okay, so we reached out on Twitter this week, and we wanted to kind of bring the fans in to the episode and just have them give us their topic ideas. And we did get a few brought our way. So the first one we have is from Ashley Craven at Magnificent Twisted. Hope I got that out right. And her question is, what wrestlers did you not used to like but have grown on you the more you watch them? So, Kayla, you first. Man. Um, let's see. First of all, I'm going to start out. I actually have a list here. Um, not far much. That, not much of a list. Um, but I will bring out Drew Gulak when he was part of 205 Live, when he had those little signs going around, you know, basically when he was the heat. <laughs> but when he got Daniel got with, with Daniel Bryan on SmackDown, came to SmackDown and started actually training and being with Daniel Bryan, he kind of grew on me a little bit. So, um, Lacey Evans here lately has starting to grow on me. I kind of like her, like Jolie said about her. She does need to go back to a heel. Um, but I do like her. Lately, um, right before he even got on commentary, I used to not really care for him, but I fall, uh, fell, um, I'm, I'm really starting to like Samoa Joe, both in the ring and on commentary. And the next one I'm about to say, you probably are going to say it's about damn time, but here lately, Miss Bianca Belair has grown on me. Ah! I absolutely... Especially that it's not, about uh, damn time. I told you, <laughs> um, but no, I really did enjoy her and Ruby Riot in the ring, and um, and I just love her little at like uh, 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 you know, especially Look, when she, especially when only... she does it. The, no, especially when she does it, the Montez like uh, how many times have <laughs> you only liked it because she beat the shit out of the Iconics? Well, that too. <laughs> No, 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 no. Even before that, she started really growing on me when she when she got moved up to Raw. Okay. You know, cause okay. She, yes, but I didn't really say anything because I just kept wanting to watch it. And then you know, now it's even. But then Iconics is like, yeah, this is my girl. <laughs> and I guess I can throw Mandy Rose in there too, with the whole Otis thing going on. But eh. oh yeah, Otis. Speaking of Otis, he still has the Money in the Bank contract. Yeah, but I think he's been MIA because I think he's, like, looped in with, like, that whole, like, Mandy, Sonya, uh, because it's, like, I think they were all out on the boat together like that, and so they're, and because Lana's parents and Rusev ended up being testing positive, I think they're still under quarantine. Uh, he'll be okay. He'll probably I cash think, it I think. In. Just cash it in on the 24-7 title. You'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it works that way. Oh. Uh, <laughs> All right. Is that all your list? That is it. Okay. All right. Jolie. Wrestlers that I couldn't stand watching, but I love watching now. Um, Andrade would be my number one. Uh, I just didn't like him straight up. I thought he was an arrogant asshole, especially when he kept doing the Eddie Guerrero. Uh, that always upset me because Eddie has was heel face. I've always loved Eddie Guerrero. Mm-hmm. Um. Angel Garza, actually, as well. When he first came up, I was like, mm, mm, no, not, no, no. I, I, I didn't like him. The sad thing was, one of them that I, I honestly couldn't stand, but I actually lo- got to enjoy watching him perform, uh, was Leo Rush. You know, I hated him as Bobby Lashley's advocate, but mm-hmm. when he got to wrestle and was away from Lashley, he was fantastic, and he was great in ring. So it's just like, you know... I I don't get what's going on with him, but I want to. I was gonna think. I was thinking about it, like you know, back in the day, wrestlers that 
know, I really, that was not, people just didn't like, and I, I just couldn't stand, honestly, and people might, like, I used to despise Edge and Christian. I used to never like them. Huh? I was a Hardy Boy fan. Ah, gotcha. So when I when I first started rewatching wrestling when I got to college, that's when you had the Hardy Boys lead the Dudley Boys, Edge and Christian. Right. So couldn't fucking stand Edge and Christian. I fell in love with Edge right away. You know, because <laughs> Edge is just amazing, and just Christian's just standing in the background. But the more I've watched of Edge uh, Christian's career, the more I like his character. The more I've I love watching his matches. Um, mm-hmm. So that was one of the old ones. And then, funnily enough, MVP. I couldn't stand him. <laughs> I couldn't stand him when he was originally in the WWE. I still can't stand him. But I like watching his matches. <laughs> I feel that he, he brings something. And a friend of mine, um, he's actually uh, my girlfriend's coworker. His name's Bennett. He's like, I, I want him to make a new Legion of Doom. Or um, a Legion of Doom. They, the the black group that they had. A Legion of Domination? or Yes, th- yes, Legion of Domination. He wants, like, and apparently there are talks that that's going to happen. So, yeah. so I'm like, you know, MVP, you know, as, as much as like, you know, he's annoying. And there's one more, and I think you both will agree with me on this one. Drake Maverick. Yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. Annoying little fucker. <laughs> but his storyline, his progression. Dude, I've never rooted so hard for somebody in my life than I have rooted for him. Yeah. Like, his story was so heart-wrenching and... I still, everybody's like, oh, yeah, that was a work. No, that wasn't a work. Like, no, 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 no. Like, that, that was real. So that would be the, the people that I couldn't stand. And I'm trying to think of any female wrestlers. Um, oh, not, I, there's really, I have kind of like never, if I didn't like a female wrestler, I never rooted for them. Never watched their matches. I would always, like, you know, leave the room. But all of the, the females that I like now, the female wrestlers, like, I, I need to, I want to know there's Lena Vega match. Lena needs to start wrestling again. You know. Yeah. There's one person that I was hyped for and want nothing to do with, and that was Nia Jax. That's Nia Jax. <laughs> because, well, again, she's, like I said, bigger woman. You know, finally, finally, us big women are getting representation. She's a badass. You mm-hmm. know, I like the whole bullying storyline where they made her into the face for a little bit with Alexa Bliss. And then they just dropped the ball, screwed the pooch, and then she decided to uh, cold cock Becky Lynch in the middle of the fucking ring. And everybody fucking hates her now, so. Right. Uh, okay. Oh, and I, I double-checked. It's actually Nation of Domination. Nation, thank you. I... I Look, I mix mix Legion of Doom, Nation, Ministry, like that. Everything fucking just collided in my head. <laughs> okay, let's see. Um, here's a big one for me. Uh, like you said, with the women, it's like I grew to love Lita after she retired, though. While she was in the WWE, got on my damn nerves. Because it's like she was mainly around uh, Edge and just being his little sidekick and everything like that. And then, of course, she went and did her own. She went back on her own, did her own thing, but always got on my damn nerves. Uh, but a big one on the men's side, Drew McIntyre, actually. Because, like, even when he, when he was on the WWE the first time, always had a hard, always had, couldn't, couldn't stand him. Even when he was, like, with 3MB, with Slater and Jinder Mahal. Um, I never watched NXT, so I didn't see his uh, I didn't see his run down there. And then when he came back to the main roster, he was 
being an ass with Dolph Ziggler all the time and everything. And when he finally got a chance to, like, be himself and when he went on now with this run and everything since, like, the beginning of the end of last year, beginning of this year and everything, it's like he's definitely grown on me. And the only other one I can think of was, and that's it's only been recently, was Damian Priest on NXT. Because I never thought in I never thought in my life that I would be rooting for Damian Priest like I did this week with his match against Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes can just go back to the cornfield he came from. Cornfield, <laughs> that the cave. Whatever. Caveman. <laughs> oh no, my Dam- god. Damian Priest has really like you know has definitely exceeded my expectations. He is phenomenal and I I can't wait to see another classic match between him and Keith Lee. Right. As, lo- as long as he keeps the club away. As long as he doesn't bring that damn club and try to knock anybody's knees out and go on uh, Tanya Harding and everything, we're, we're good. <laughs> Why me? Why me? Oh my god. Alrighty. So, the second one is from Steven at view underscore raw. This is actually one of my bosses over at Wrestling News World. So, Kayla, if you want someone to blame for me not being an EDF the whole time, this is one of the guys you can blame. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. But his question, uh, what's the biggest possible women's dream match available? Jolie? Oh, shit. Um... Okay, when they say available, the actual women roster right now, correct? Uh, that's what I'm assuming. So, yeah, right. avail- like, avail- like available right now. If we can put like a one on this week. Trish and Lita versus Sasha and Bailey for the tag titles. Fuck yes, give me that, please. <laughs> or, 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 Miss Charlize Theron has said she wants to step in the ring with a WWE superstar. Give me that, I don't care who. What? Whoa, 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 whoa. Where'd you see that? Um, she was on the podcast with Kofi Kingston, and she was talking about her new movie, The Old Guard, and they said that she picked up all, like, the fighting styles so well, and she said, like, he even he, you know, because she did almost all of her own stunts. Oh, wow. And she says that he said, you know, you should fight somebody. She goes, when and where? So I, I would say Charlize Theron versus Bianca Belair. There we go. Um, but let's see another one. Um, now if I cross brand, okay, I would love to see Piper Nevin versus Jordan okay. Lynn Grace. Oh, oh, Jordan. Oh, Jordan. Oh, okay, Jordan Grace. Okay, I would love to see that matchup because it's two beautiful big women who know how to move in the ring and who aren't afraid to move in the ring and. That that's just a match that I would love to see. Oh, but, Jordan Grace, yeah. But again, my one hundred percent dream match will always be the same. Horsewoman versus horsewoman. Uh, that <sighs> that that is the match that we have wanted for since Rhonda first started sniffing mm-hmm. the the WWE um trained and you know when she showed up at NXT for Shayna so it's like it's just something that we want that's that is the absolute dream match but uh that's all I got for right now but I, I kind of have a feeling that that first match I said can mm-hmm. and will happen yeah I can definitely see that one Kayla one of the dream matches I had definitely would been like Jolie said, the UFC horsewoman versus WWE horsewoman. We're still waiting for that one. Um, and well, I'm still kind of waiting for uh, Ruby Ryan, Sashi Blattart to go up against Bailey and Sasha for the titles. I think I'd like that one too. So, um, yeah, and I wouldn't mind seeing Trish and Lita go after the titles e- to either. So, even Beth and Natalia at this point, you know, something change it up a little bit, you know. Possibilities. Uh-huh. Get the iconics. Shoo them away. You know, get them out. <laughs> Bye. Get somebody else in there. We got. 
I think at this point, Kayla would like to send the Iconics on a, on a round trip, uh, on a one-way ticket back to Australia. I can shove them in the refrigerator at work and tape them up and just tell them Kayla. don't open. Yes. <laughs> We've talked about this. You have to put holes in the fridge. They need to breathe. No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, us at Queen's Takeover do not promote any kind of violence or shoving people and shipping them in cargo. <laughs> yes, we do not condone kidnapping. It's just fantasy. <laughs> oh, this is just the boss lady being annoyed. <laughs> she really hates the Iconics. It's kind of humorous. <laughs> is it that obvious? Just a little uh, bit. Yeah, just a little bit. Just a little <clears throat> bit. <clears throat> Excuse me. Do not ask why Cargo screams iconic. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. All right. Um, The biggest dream matches I have, uh, uh, or dream pairings I have, actually both involve the same woman. Um, Because when she first got started in NXT, she said that her one person she like either wanted to be or go up against was Charlotte Flair. And so um, a one-on-one match one day between Bianca and Charlotte. And then Naomi alluded to this on Twitter. So I don't care if they go one-on-one first and then team up as a uh, team up as a tag team and everything. But um, WWE needs to get Naomi and Bianca on the same brand. Somehow, because just a match with their just a one on one match with their athleticism alone, it's going to be ridiculous. And so, whether they go one on one or pair up as a tag team, that's definitely a good pairing. I would love to see. And I know that the it, it was funny. It's like the Bellas. Um, I think they were on the bump or something this week. And they said that their dream match was them versus Trish and Lita versus Sasha and Bailey for the tag titles. But we know that's probably not going to happen because of uh, Nikki's neck. Alrighty. So definitely. But yeah, it's like Trish. Yeah, it's like the one that if there's a dream tag tag title match and everything, it's like Trish and Lita is like, like the closest, like, the almost coming true. Alrighty. So our last question is from at WNW Jacob. Uh, this is a coworker of mine at Wrestling News World, Javon. He's actually our, our Mr. Impact Wrestling. And so his question is, if you could bring back any re- female wrestler, who would she be and how would you book her in the current era? So Kayla? I actually put two down um, for this. Um, one, unfortunately, with their current injury, it m- would not possibly happen. But um, I put down AJ Lee and Paige as a tag team. I would love to bring them back and put them into the women's division tag team to dominate. Um, like I said, unfortunately, Paige, because um, she won't be able to come back because of her injury. But I think it would be a great fit for that because as far as going through the titles, because one, AJ's the one that started hashtag give divas a chance. And then when we brought Sasha, Bailey, and Becky up, who was part Charlotte, of that? Charlotte, Charlotte. Wait, who did I say? Bailey. What Charlotte, Sasha, and Becky came up, she was already part of that evolution as well when it got started. So I think those would be my two. I would, if I could bring back for at least, I don't care, they could have the shortest record at 24 hours for one day. I just want them to win the title so bad. So, alrighty. Uh, Jelly? Well, this one would be actually very hard because, unfortunately, she has uh, sadly passed on, but China. Uh, 
Shina, I would love to see her with today's wrestlers, with today's women. I think she'd be, whether it's as a mentor or a leader of a stable, mm-hmm. she would, I should be immensely proud of this women's division and everything that's come, come through it. I mean, like, I would love to see her, like, lead, like, the, the Ruby Riot, Liv Morgans, like, the Outcast, because that's all she ever was, was the Outcast. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, I would love to see that. Um, and AJ Lee is definitely another one, but, I, I'm thinking like old school, so I would love to see. This is actually a really tough question. China is, I, I've always gravitated towards China, so. But another one that has sadly passed away would be Ashley Massaro. Oh yeah. Um. I feel that with, like, her, when she was originally, like, punk rocket, like, her punk rockness would, like, be awesome to go against, like, the Ruby Riot, and, like, I would just love that. I mean, there's just so much that she could have done, and unfortunately, you know, tragically, she did not make it, um, mm-hmm. so I, I kind of go for the otherworldly ones while... <laughs> Kayla goes for people with broken necks. <laughs> we go for the island of misfit toys of shit that'll never happen. But it's, it's like it's called a dream. Who you want to? I know, I know. But it's, it's, hey, at least mine was possibility. I mean, I would love to see China to come back too. But yeah, the only one I could ever see coming back, in all honesty, and I would just love just for if they have an evolution too, if they convince her to come back just for one match. That would be AJ Lee, and I would love that match to be against somebody like Bailey or Sasha. Oh, actually, you know what? No, I want it against Bailey. Hmm. So we we can revisit when she had the Divas title and she beat Bailey. I would like to see Bailey beat her for the SmackDown title. Ooh, just come full, just come full circle with that, like me and uh, Charlotte, like me and Charlotte did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's just now thinking about like some like if I if I can picture like bringing people back who would I put them against? It's like I remember the old Trish Stratus with like, like the model bombshell and everything like that. I could see her going up against Mandy, and then uh, like you said with Ashley and everything, it's like her and Shotzi. Um, who else? Uh, Gail Ki- Gail Kim. Yes. Oh my God. Eo- yes. EO or uh EO Oscar or Kyrie. Oh hell yeah. Yeah, it's like put her put her against either one of those. Um <sighs> as far as dream matches going bringing people back, I remember when the evolution came about. I know she made an appearance, but she didn't have a match. She was backstage. I remember Naomi tweeting out saying she would love to have a match against Melina. Yeah. I've seen her name I've seen her name pop up so many times this past week and everything i don't even know if her even coming back is even a remote possibility at this point but that if you actually are getting back to earlier uh, with the first question as that reminded me as far as like someone who i didn't like before but kind of grew on me melina would be one of them because when i first started watching uh wrestling and everything she was with uh mercury and nitro it was like the whole m&m thing getting on my last damn nerves uh sick entrance though very very sick and she kind of she kind of grew on me throughout the time uh throughout the years and everything so by the time she left wwe it's like i actually did like her so yeah i just remember that i gotta go with melina versus naomi too (laughs) <laughs> that that that's definitely a match and i think she'd come back for one match mm-hmm. i mean a lot of these people would come back for one match mm-hmm. wow so except yeah for, just like... except for cm punk because he's a bitch <laughs> <laughs> yeah definitely uh, hell i think a, i think he won a aw said he won like an extreme like he won like an atrocious amount of money to go over there but uh yeah Oh, like they—they they could afford afford it. They can afford Jericho. Jesus Christ, they can afford Punk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Well, it's like Javon. So I hope we answered those questions. Um, I hope those were the answers you were looking for. Thank you for bringing those topics uh, up. And if you ever have any topics or questions that you want us to answer on the air, you can either um, you could DM us individually or DM the podcast at QT Bow Down. Uh, Kayla, any final thoughts before we sign off? No, I was just thinking as far as wrestlers bringing back, I won't mention one. I actually wrote an article about it. Um, I think we've mentioned her. I'm not quite sure. But um, back to the very beginning, I would love to see Ashley. That was, like, one of my favorites. Um, but like China, unfortunately, we will never see that. So so all our favorite wrestlers, male and female, that has passed away over the years, rest in peace. You're missed very dearly. All righty. And Jolie? Honestly, my my sentiment goes to AEW. You want to say your women's division rocks? Make it that way. Because right now, the WWE's past eclipses what AEW has right now. And you can keep sucking your demo god like the little bitches you are. Oh, and I'm just gonna leave it on that because I think I've talked all I I think I've said I wanted all I wanted to say tonight. <laughs> all right, so that's all the time we have for this week's uh, episode of the Queen's Takeover. Thank you so much for joining us and tune in next time as the Takeover continues. Y'all have a good one.